0: hello there friends and welcome to virtual show 73 Mm -hmm. i'm your host Wes. with me as always my good friend roots roots virtual show the immersive insomniac strangers in the
1: night Mm -hmm. all good suggestions right yeah we're still trying to land on that name for this uh wednesday night extravaganza we can't call it the monday show because that's not monday and uh, it's dangerous to call it the wednesday show for the reason why we can't call it the monday show so um i think right. that, yeah, i think rebranding it is a good uh a good thing and I, I really like strangers in the night so i don't know people throw out their names out there let's see if um, yeah, anything can yeah. beat that
0: let us know in the comments let us know on the discord we're going to rebrand uh we're we've kind of got a, a a channel makeover in the works we're going to make the whole thing over anyway we're n- i don't think we're going to rebrand the channel but we're certainly going to rebrand this this uh this show and i think we probably should lean into the fact that we're the only late night vr podcast there are zero others that i know of maybe i'm missing something but in in the uh the world that i live in we're the only one so that makes it real easy to say we're the best
1: yeah the best late night that's right so um yeah so let us know what you think and uh of psyched to uh rebrand it you know the virtual shows was sounded so good but then uh just you guys talking about it in chat i was like hey i like a lot of these ideas um sounds good
0: yeah radio says strangers in the night is the best and he's going to call it that from now on no matter what anyway
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a good idea Wes, i feel short today bro i can't seem to get my camera fixed properly and i was kind of in a rush You need your
0: your wheelchair lever on the left
1: there to just kind of
0: move you up a little bit, right?
1: Oh, Well, I'll tell you what, dude. Don't make the mistake of putting it on the right because we'll we'll get into that later. But uh, that was a mistake I did. So um, it was weird. It was weird, Wes. Uh,
0: Anyway, well, what a show, dude. I mean, we may be the last VR podcast of the day or or the first, depending on how you look at it. But uh, we got the lineup today, man, like no one else. Two new games coming out tomorrow slash today that we've already had a chance to uh, put some time into and, Roots, uh, according to many, the news of news. And, uh, you know, we're we're not going to lead off with that, obviously. The topics always last on the show. But uh, a lot of people, you know, surprised over the last 24 hours i can't say that uh, i'm one of them uh what i can say though is uh i told you so i told you so uh roots apparently sony's not done with vr can you believe it
1: no i, I would have never thought that they were i thought they were done there's a lot of you know it's funny because um you know i i was theorizing that there's gonna be a lot of backpedaling um as far as what people said and i guess in a way it was backpedaling but you know, it was almost like a rewriting of history. It was like, oh wait, well this is what I meant, and um, <laughs> right. I was like, really? Because I could have sworn it was VR. Is n- PlayStation VR is dead, bro? Um, and uh, yeah, so it was very interesting. And then I I still have yet to watch VR 365s six um, Oh brother! Uh, upset about <laughs> about I thought he was upset about it not being coming, and you now as he's I, I that's why I want to watch it. want to find out what what's in anthony's head dude i I made it through five to (laughs) ten minutes of it and then my uh, uh,
0: inability to respond to him directly uh led to frustration that i couldn't i couldn't live with i had to turn it off uh you know how anthony is he he, uh he he tends to to go for the uh, negative stuff first and uh we're, we're just not like that here and um yeah, he pivoted right. I mean, some people backpedaled. Anthony just kind of pivoted from "It's not happening, it's dead" to "What are you doing,
1: Sony? You know, you know how it is." <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna watch it because I uh, I love me some Anthony, and I want to hear Anthony rant. I haven't heard of Anthony for a while, but um, but yeah. It's and, definitely- uh, and and
0: and by the way, Anthony, if you're watching right now, uh, I would love to come on and talk about it with you. So uh, mm, uh, I'll just go episode. ahead and uh, invite myself onto your show or if you want to come to our sh- on the our show and talk about it absolutely i uh, would love to have you on here as well
1: yeah i would love him to, to come on our show so that i could talk to him about it as well and uh and just pick his brain see what's going on i don't know i,
0: I think that uh,
1: we don't have the
0: technical qualification to to to, 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 to diagnose what's going on there brother
1: <laughs> yeah, i can't do that in my own head
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right right uh anyway uh big thank you to the 26 in chat already dude hey midnight no problem people can stay up uh, obviously
1: uh us gamers we we don't sleep anyway right yeah plus you know it's good for like uh radio run he's probably his perfect time for him Family starting to go to bed um you know what i mean it's not too late you got uh gamer chick as well and then you got all the uh, people on the in the uk Man, they're just waking up we may see um you know pd just woke up and that'll be good right So
0: yeah yeah i'm sure that one of those guys are going to pop in pd or gamertag some of our uh, f- friends across the uh pond uh certainly going to uh, stop in and say hi before we're finished here but uh let's talk about the people who are already here and say hello to our friends in chat et2k now uh says lol shots fired mm-hmm. Yeah, no disrespect <laughs> Uh, we just say we we have a different viewpoint on this thing here. And sometimes uh, sometimes it's hard to uh, it's hard to uh,
1: watch other people's podcasts when you can't chime in for yourself. Especially when you're used to being able to just say whatever you want. Right. You don't have that mouthpiece. It's like, oh, and Wes, I had that. And or I, Anthony really does need to have you on a show because Sion even said he said that right off the bat. I want to watch that conversation happen. I want to watch it, too um so it, it definitely needs to, to happen so mash daddy coming through with the five dollar
0: donation right off the top thank you so much yeah, sir really we appreciate really that. appreciate all of your support uh maddie matt in the house says hello my dudes traveling man says the show uh would be called the master debaters yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i'm i am the master debater for sure master chronic debater. master debater yeah. uh <laughs> uh gamer chick 13 staying up. Yeah, but she does say she's in California, so it's not that late there yet. Um, Trevor Mitchell says Sony realized their mistake, has to show they're still in the game. Hey, we'll get to that. i I have a bit of a different take on that. But uh Onakazi said he missed most of Anthony's show. He hasn't checked out the uh, beginning yet. Um Hack the Game Cat. What's up, Hack? Said he sold his PS five two weeks ago. Luckily it was to his uncle and he can get it back when he mm-hmm. wants it. Well, that's, that's cool. Um, traveling man said, Anthony may actually make good points later in the show. Oh. Yeah, as he does, he does, you know, it's not all negative with him. It's just negative first, right? Um, Sion, of course, showing up because nobody wants to hear about the PSVR talk more than Sion. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, Jason Westmas, hello, hello, Radio Run, uh hello friends welcome one and all thanks for uh stopping by
1: yeah caleb law throwing out a five dollar donation as well we appreciate that man definitely throw super thanks, chat caleb. in there yeah i always say as long as you're throwing some money even if you say roots i like your beard um i like to hear that west's ponytail people <laughs> like to talk about that all the time so
0: my uh my, my ponytail actually breaks the green screen so i have to i have to keep it tied up tight uh because if i let it out you know I, I'll, I'll all of a sudden have this green aura around me
1: <laughs> well, that's never good i got it i'm battling the shadow today bro that's my other thing i moved my light hey and now I'm we're late. gonna
0: be battling the shadow very soon because uh fast travel games in a side note you know uh you know i follow them fairly closely friends of the show fast travel games and um they said uh andres our friend andres said that this week will be the last quiet week for some time and i'm sure what he's alluding to is the uh the promotional cycle is going to start next week for uh wraith the oblivion afterlife and dude am i excited for that one
1: yeah me too actually there's a lot there's so many games man that are coming that you know we keep thinking it's coming it's coming. It really is coming like after the fall right that that wraith one your um lone echo 2 eventually needs to i think it needs to come out eventually they keep saying that scion's been waiting for the climb too so
0: yeah climb two. uh we got a a release date for that just a day or two ago march 4 i think it was
1: yeah yeah i'm kind of psyched actually i i kind of the first one was cool but i obviously it's going to be this one's going to be better because it's going to be like more um buildings and stuff i think that'll be a lot cooler cool yeah yeah it's
0: not all natural scenarios there's some urban ones as well so uh kudos to them good on them for trying to keep the uh, format fresh i mean there's only so many things you can climb right
1: yeah yeah absolutely although man I, i yeah they i they could let me just climb like stuff in new york you know like landscapes you know or like um i don't know mount rushmore that'd be pretty cool
0: Yeah. And I think that they, uh, I think going forward that they can change their formula up a little bit, you know, there, there could be some reasons that we're climbing some stuff going on, uh, maybe something to make it more of a, an urgent thing, you know, maybe something's going to collapse. Maybe we need to climb out of some kind of deadly thing. That's getting ready to catch us. Uh, they could pivot if they're creative and uh, I'm sure that they will.
1: Yeah. Sounds cool
0: uh hack says hyperdash is coming tomorrow that is true hyperdash is coming tomorrow for those of us who uh, didn't pick it up for free off side quest um uh, the gamer chick says she can't wait to see after the fall and i, I concur concur 100 percent on that vertigo games quickly becoming one of the top studios in vr and uh this is their going to be their flagship right the, and you know they've they've rode arizona sunshine to the wheels of just about falling off so it's time for a new game from those guys
1: Man, who doesn't love zombies besides scion and radio run
0: (laughs) right right (laughs) uh anyway um let's get right into it man we got some cool stuff to talk about today new releases and uh i know what you're saying dude uh you know these games aren't out till tomorrow what what about the uh what about the embargo? We're not supposed to talk about it, Roots. We're not supposed to talk about now the lost eye until tomorrow. But, uh, you know, the, the guys at uh, Game Bit Studio, big thank you to them, by the way. Uh, really cool guys out there in Turkey. And uh, I asked them for permission to go ahead and talk about their game. Because technically, look at the clock. It's technically tomorrow here so uh yeah they said uh absolutely go ahead and talk about it they gave us their blessing and uh playing the game roots i can see why they i mean uh pleasantly surprised with this one
1: yeah absolutely and i guess it makes sense you know in a sense you want to um even though we're it's a little bit early and this we're not showing gameplay we're just talking about it too right so um right. we're gonna spoil anything as far as that goes but uh yeah i was pleasantly surprised absolutely it was um uh i mean i i don't know how far you've made it into it but uh i mean even some of these environments i'm seeing here um i haven't seen and uh uh, what was your what let me ask you this because i really got to thinking about it after i i picked mine but what was the weapon you chose to to buy the first weapon
0: well it was i mean unless i was mistaken uh, they were all locked for me except for the the staff the staff was the only one that i had a oh I a thought, chance to
1: get i thought there was one on the right that was still you could spend the same amount to get and i just chose the staff but maybe i i was that maybe
0: was... i missed it maybe i missed it I, I thought that the staff was my only choice so that's basically what i've been using is the staff
1: yeah no that's what i got too i was i, I would like the staff although i wanted to shock stuff with my staff Wes. I wanted to shock the shit out of stuff and i couldn't shock you know, I, I you know who loves
0: I, you know who loves a <laughs> shocking staff roots? <laughs> My mom. I did not know that. Uh no but no uh when I say pleasantly surprised I don't mean uh by what this game is. This game is exactly what we thought it was going to be. It's uh, a fantasy uh action adventure game um melee projectile style um combat some light puzzling so far i do have to say this is not a review this is first impressions i've got a couple hours in the game uh nothing heavy i will say this uh stay tuned uh if you're watching this um you know after the fact if you're watching the replay there probably is already a gameplay up on our channel uh i'm going to put some gameplay footage up uh, in the morning with, uh, with some first impressions commentary on it as well. But, um, you know, when I say pleasantly surprised, it's because I know that this is a small studio and generally when you're dealing with a release like this from a small studio, first time VR developer, if I'm, I mean, I, maybe I'm just pulling that out of my ass, but I'm not familiar with anything else they've done. Um, there's generally some day one jank, right? I was expecting a a bit more of a rough experience, especially considering the fact that these guys were adamant when when they gave us the key. They were adamant, made sure we know that this is a beta version. This is not not the final release. In fact, they're only launching it in the early access. Uh, This game is gonna continue to evolve and and be polished. So I was expecting uh, an experience that was a bit rough around the edges and uh that's that's not what i saw here i, I saw a very polished well thought out game uh with the great user interface and solid voice acting
1: yeah yeah absolutely i found the same thing um i did find that i uh, enjoyed killing those monsters with my staff though that was fun i was just seeing my lamenting Wes. i i keep thinking about the other weapons i saw on there and i want to try some of those weapons i haven't got to any of those yet um i haven't tried throwing anything either although um uh i don't know if thrown enemies
0: what about those frog guys that throw the apples at you aren't they annoying as hell
1: yeah absolutely well and i thought i was supposed to eat the apples i kept trying to catch it and eat it and i'm thinking what is well, you going-? can well you can yeah and i was thinking well why does this guy keep throwing this at me and then i realized oh this is an enemy <laughs> um right but uh um no I, I i liked everything about it so far um that i've seen so i don't know
0: yeah, uh, the frog guy, interesting, because he's kind of like a pseudo-enemy. He's throwing apples at you. He not hurts you. If you let them hit you the, enough, they'll kill you. But uh, if you just pick the guy up and set him down, he immediately cowers and just runs away.
1: Oh, really? I did not know that. Um, so he's a little wuss, huh? I just smack yeah. him a couple times around with the the, the staff, and he just dies and, and goes away. Yeah, well, the that-
0: first one the first one i threw over the edge because you start the game off in like this uh you know cat this uh uh village in the clouds we'll call it because uh you know you're basically on platforms through the whole thing and you look down and there's just clouds moving around so the first one i just tossed off of that uh the second one uh i was a little bit upset with because he snuck up on me and hit me with an apple so i grabbed him and I just started ramming him into the, like the platform, and uh, it knocked him out. And I left him there for a while, knocked out. And then I decided that uh, he should probably go be with his friend, and I tossed him over the edge as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Very, very violent there. She so smash his head into the thing. Yeah, no, I just cut, smacked him a couple times. Did a couple point, point. Now there was one thing that I didn't, um, and I don't know why. I guess if you open up your 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 bags and stuff, and you try to put the staff in there with your right hand it won't let you close the menu so that's a a tip right there make sure you have it in your left hand well say that again i
0: didn't i didn't i didn't make out what you were saying so
1: you open up um say you've opened up your uh menu right and that Mm -hmm. you with your button your menu button and you have you you grab the staff and you go to put it in your bag and let go it won't let you let it go because you've opened it up with the the control same hand for the controller you've opened the bag open now it won't let you put the staff I had to switch the staff to my left hand to put it in there to allow it to let me to do that by your look on your face it doesn't sound like that was happening to you
0: yeah no I I didn't experience that at all I had no no trouble putting the the staff because I only use the staff in my right hand I didn't I never put it into my left Uh, so yeah Mm, that that, is
1: weird no yeah no so if i um if i opened up the the menu button man i that's what i was encountering anyway
0: uh says village in the clouds is this an unofficial sequel to journey of the gods no but it is that uh that type of game um i don't know if i'd put it on the level of journey of the gods just yet but again uh early access title and i'm just in the the beginning of it still so uh definitely going to continue to play on in it so uh, stay tuned, and we will uh, give you uh, some more solid impressions as we get further along in the game.
1: Yeah, it's definitely got that Journey to the Gods feel, though, right? You got the different weapons, the different mechanics. You know, you're learning as you're going along. You're um, fighting different bosses. What's kind of cool is it's got those magnet hands, kind of like in um, Half-Life. And so, like, uh, no matter what you pick up. And that was another thing that I was impressed with, Wes, is, like, I was grabbing everything by accident um, because I could grab everything. You know what I mean? Like there's, you go into a room and there's like all these books and bottles and just a shitload of things everywhere. And you can grab onto anything and, and yank it to you. And so I'm trying to grab a, a square and I'm like, all of a sudden, all because I'm not really trying to grab the right thing. All of a sudden I'm pulling all sorts of shit. Then I realized I could interact with everything. You can knock everything over. I mean, it's a uh, very very elaborate and as far as that goes right um so you can definitely interact with a lot of stuff
0: yeah there were i mean there were a few things in this game that that were clearly still a work in progress but there were a few other things in this game that uh, i was definitely impressed with and the the interaction certainly one of those uh yeah there's a good uh implementation of magnet hands in this game uh the way it works is you pull the trigger and point at things and they'll be highlighted. And then you squeeze the grip and they'll come to your hand. And uh, what really impressed me, Roots, again, this is a small studio. Um, this is a Gen 2 VR game. And, and, you know, if you watch our channel, you know what I mean by that. There's, there's physics involved in this world. Uh, your hands don't just pass through things, uh, it, you know. And, and when you pick up large objects, they have weight. Like they're not just everything completely light like if you pick if you go to try to pick up a giant barrel you can try but you won't lift it very far because it's very heavy and uh you know everything with the the different sizes and different materials they all have their their own weight which i found very impressive for uh, a game of this uh of this or or a game from a studio of this size rather
1: yeah yeah not only that but visually i especially in the beginning like when that portal opened and those guys came through and i was like oh dude this is badass bro like it just uh just was really cool and um made me want to get into it more so i think it's just gonna delirium uh
0: delirium drew in the chat says that he missed it i don't know what he's talking about um uh, hopefully he didn't miss it and if he did miss it hopefully he catches the replay
1: i'm hoping he missed it big time dude actually i played some um some pop one with drew last night you saw uh, we had a lot of fun dude that was fun i uh it was it was a good time yeah dude you were pop one
0: pop one and with my uh my firewall squad you had uh, drew and hack in oh. your squad and they when i back when i was playing firewall these were these were my dudes this is who i was playing with
1: yeah dude that's the first time i got to hang out with hack hack's pretty cool dude i didn't know that he was already a fan of the show and was already watching and i was like trying to tell him and drew's like no he already watches us i go like, oh, okay Alex VR uh, stopping by says, great to see you guys
0: live at this hour. Yeah, man, I think we're going to just lean into it. You know, we always try to get on as early as we can, but with work and everything, it never seems to work out that way. So uh, I think we're just going to be a late night VR podcast. The only one that I know of, and uh, I think we're going to rebrand, probably go with strangers in the night and, uh, and just have strangers in the night late night vr podcast
1: yeah but the same name was still say the same right that's the only problem
0: the channel name yeah what what are you talking about
1: yeah the channel name there's
0: no problem with that bro i mean i don't have a problem with that
1: anyway yeah uh
0: i mean if it's a problem we could we can change the channel name too bro we can do what we want
1: no but that's that that requires starting it from scratch remember that's why anthony did the vr365 he had to start over um from what was a game rankings vr game rankings he was under before? oh that
0: is rough there's something about our account type that wouldn't let us change our name because i was going to add vr podcast onto it but uh for some reason where we have like um uh, what's it called there there's like two, a brand account versus a personal account we have both uh open simultaneously uh for some reason i have uh issue changing the uh, channel name
1: yeah. here so. i don't know if you could change yeah. it oh but we could ch- sure. name the show. So. Oh.
0: Absolutely. Uh but anyway, um I'm very impressed with the physics and interactions in the game. Uh really impressed with the user interface right off the bat roots. As soon as you boot the game up, they put the options menu right in your face and uh you know, it's the options that you want to see. You can switch it to full locomotion, you can sm- switch it to smooth turning. Everything's fast. Like a lot of the times with these new, uh, VR developers, uh, you'll turn the speed all the way up of the turning or the walking, uh, the walking, I actually found a little too fast, had to turn it down a little bit. Um, so very impressed, not only with the, uh, the options that they gave us, but the way you interact with the menus by grabbing the little stones and moving them around very creative and, um, you know, uh, impressed right off the bat because of that.
1: Yeah yeah and look at all this um scaled statues and stuff i just was impressed with the way everything ran as well and the way it looked so but um I'm trying to think of what i was just about to say camera chick
0: says uh virtual strangers in the night yeah that's true that that's uh that 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 works right
1: yeah we are the virtual strangers in the night
0: um Let's talk a little bit about the way this game looks, Roots. Uh, not the most detailed of, uh, like, textures in the game. It, it's, it's, it almost looks like a quest game, but that's not a, necessarily a bad thing, is it?
1: <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Yeah, you, know, you ask some people, <laughs> right. it's the worst thing in the world. I think it looked good. Um, everything was clear, sharp, um, and uh, was colorful but uh but yeah i guess some people could say that the uh the graphics were a little bit i mean obviously you're gonna make it they i'm sure that they want to make it on the quest right uh i mean it is the number one headset out there right now as far as people coming into vr um so you're gonna want to um cater to that as well but i thought it looked really good
0: yeah yeah it does look really good and again you you don't need super detailed textures if you have the right art style and they had the right art style they lean in to the uh, to the lighting they lean into there's a lot of bloom you know a lot of glowy colors and uh, particle effects uh it's a very good looking game in spite of the fact that uh the textures are a little a little bit plain
1: yeah yeah i agree for sure
0: uh sound design very good uh what do you think about the uh the enemies in the combat uh roots it was um Fairly easy to start off with. I like the diversity in the enemies. I, I, even though they all basically do the same thing or almost the same thing. I like the way they look. Um, it, it's mostly melee combat at the beginning, but uh, it, it, you completely have to dismantle these guys to get them to stop. Like literally uh, I'd beaten one of those uh, wood guys down to where he was just a, a torso and an arm and this thing was crawling at me roots with its (laughs) one hand just just you know whatever dark magic is possessing it and bringing it to life uh will not rest until it destroys me or i destroy it
1: well like you said though the enemies that i fought seemed a little bit easy to kill but they were also in the beginning um at least for the melee at least for the staff uh you know since they're working on they're still this is a work in progress i'd like to have a little bit more feedback when i hit them like make it feel a little bit more of a like you've hit them but other than that i thought it was good i do uh, that's why i was saying i really want to check out the crossbow i want to try different weapons right um i wanted to shock somebody with my my um my mage staff and then i found out it's not a mage staff bro it's a staff dude There's no mage about it um but yeah so that's that would be my thing i just want a little bit more feedback in the in the hits but uh um i did see the same thing it wasn't with the wood um the wooden things but it was the rock guys they kept kept coming after me after i tried to crush them a couple times they would still be moving until i kept hitting them
0: yeah man uh and as you go on i don't know how far you went uh we see like different iterations of these guys like uh, there's a rock guy that that has like red veins all through him and stuff. If you if you keep going into it and uh, they're bigger, they're a lot harder to kill and they have some varied attacks. So while it is a bit simple at uh at the beginning, it does ramp up as you go along.
1: well yeah, and you got all these bosses too. So I think this is going to turn out to be once we've gotten a lot further in and we we can talk more about it. um It's going to be hands down better than Journey of the Gods because Journey of the Gods, you know it was the what's cool about it it seems like everything that was cool about it this one has plus more um so but we'll i guess only time will tell yeah we'll have to see we'll have to
0: see about that uh, i really enjoyed journey of the gods did a lot of things very well um uh, especially when it comes to like the puzzling side of it uh, journey of the gods ha- had some really cool uh, environmental puzzling going on um in addition to all of the uh combat that the game had so uh yeah so again stay tuned we're going to continue to play this game or at least i I know i am and uh because i'm enjoying it uh but as for now big kudos to uh studio game bit for uh providing a a fairly polished game on day one of early access now uh that said my play session was not perfect Uh, I did encounter one I don't know if it was a glitch or a bug or or what Um, but sometimes when I would turn now did you
1: smooth turning I I know exactly what you're gonna say it would there'd be like a little black screen every once in a while not all the time enough to make you think you did something and you're like what did I do to I spent like five minutes trying to figure out what I was doing and then I realized it was just happening randomly i think so
0: i so i thought maybe it was an oculus link issue but you're saying you had the same thing on your oculus rift s then
1: yeah yeah so and it wasn't it wasn't uh you know game breaking or anything but it was just like you would be turning normal for everything and then all of a sudden you would turn a certain way or something and it would like it would almost be like a blinder for a second or something it was distracting i was like what the hell why is it doing that i'm trying to look in the settings to figure out how to shut it off And then I realized that I don't know why it's happening. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. So, um, what we're trying to describe here is a phenomenon that occasionally intermittently happened when we were turning and it was like one of those comfort features where you turn on a blink uh, or or, uh, a vignette when you turn or a blink turn. So when we would turn the screen would fade black for just a second. And again, uh, you know, you would think that maybe it was something in the menu, something that you could turn off, but it didn't happen all the time. Just every now and then when you would turn, everything would black out and then come back up. So, uh, definitely, um, uh, obviously a bug, uh, if it's happening, the roots on a different headset, this is a, a bug that they'll have to work out. And I'm, I'm quite certain, uh, that they will.
1: Yeah, they're already, they are probably already aware of it and working on it. So.
0: Well, I'll be sure to, uh, shoot the developers an email to make sure that they know of it.
1: Yep. Um, Absolutely.
0: And, uh, again, this is an early access title. I think it was version, uh, 0.88. So, uh, they still have a little work to, uh, to put in before they get to the point where they, they're comfortable with calling it, uh, the full release. Yep. Cool anyway uh, a good game what would you say um value wise roots I, I would say that uh you know depending upon length you know it would need to be long enough uh, but i would certainly see this being fair in the 25 five dollar range
1: yeah yeah i'd say no more than 25 probably i'd prefer 20 but i mean 25 would be fair for sure and of course um, i have again that's without me knowing how long it is so right and i
0: don't i don't know what they're planning on charging for it um again probably by the time you guys are watching this um it's probably already available on the steam uh store but uh you know i'd say i'd say it, it seems like it's going to be a 25 Dollar game, give or take a little bit, depending on how long it is. If it's if it's a really long, fleshed out campaign, then it's a thirty dollar game. If it's uh, a little shorter, then it's a twenty dollar game. So. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, um, that wasn't all we tried out this week, Roots. We also tried a game that I've been very excited about for a very long time: uh, A Wake In. And uh, we've talked about this game a ton on our podcast um every time they give us a little more footage or uh you know the developer maybe did an interview we would cover it because uh i thought that this was a very unique looking concept for a vr survival horror game and um you know having played it now uh and let me ask you this roots because you know i was under the impression that we were playing a um a preview version that it wasn't the full game that it was only going to be like this, uh, short, you know, preview that was no longer than an hour long PD said he played through the first one that took him a little over an hour and then he played it again and he beat it in like 45 minutes. Hmm. Um, so I went in expecting that. Um,
1: it's not what you got, but that's not what I got.
0: <laughs> I, I went into it yesterday and I played this thing for three hours and it just seems like i'm just getting going in the thing so i think maybe i'm in the uh, full version when did you play it and how long did you make it into it did you find an end to it
1: no no i mean I, I think it was a little bit over an hour i was in there um and i just i mean it was pretty recent so maybe somehow we got the updated version or something before we played it um because i definitely was not i mean i i I don't know if you already played it three or four hours and you feel like you're just getting started. What the hell, bro? I know. I know you're in a wheelchair, but I mean, <laughs> are you? I, how, what were you doing? Were you just chilling around the the mansion or what? No, I was progressing
0: on going through the different floors and doing everything that the game told me to do. We're just progressing through objective after objective, after objective, trying to escape. It okay. did not seem like a preview build to me. It seemed like the full game. Now, that said, this was just yesterday that I played this. Mm. Uh, I tried to play it a week ago when we got it. Uh, but as many of you know, I, I was at literally when I was playing the game, uh, my power went out and it stayed out for the better part of a week. So I didn't, I didn't have a chance to play it last week. When the power came back, it was showtime. So I, I had to do show prep for a day. And then yesterday, I finally got a chance to get in and, and, and play it. And I don't think it was the preview version. I think I was playing the full version because again, I put exactly three hours into the game and, uh, no end in sight here.
1: Wow. That's pretty good though. For content wise, man, if you're going three hours in and you're still feel like you're just starting, um, that's pretty good, right?
0: Yeah, I've uncovered. See, this is why I think, um, that it's the full version because they told me that the preview build wouldn't have any kind of, uh, story spoilers or game spoilers in it but uh you know i'm uncovering the story right i'm figuring out what happened here Mm. and uh in detail so i mean uh that's the opposite of how they describe their preview so uh, i think that i was in the full version and um i've got a bit of a mixed reaction to this one uh i really i am enjoying the game it's a great concept just like i knew it would be and a beautiful game let's start with that roots uh good looking game
1: right yeah it's very beautiful actually i, I love the environment like especially when you got through this first door and you like opened up into the that um the the, fo- the foyer and just uh, that whole room was just like really cool looking i just like i like this type of um uh, environments though in these type of rooms and this really had a really good uh for me a good escape the room feel you know like a lot of escape the room feel games don't have the feel of an escape the room and it i guess if you've never done an escape actual escape the room um experience you have no idea what i'm saying but like they've got a feel to it and this to me it has a feel a good feel to it you know like um like you would normally feel when you were looking through these rooms for these puzzles and uh pretty cool puzzles too
0: yeah uh, it, it kind of works like an escape the room, but it, but it's a little bit different uh, because you're not just up against the puzzles, right? there there are enemies, active enemies all over this place crawling., uh, so I would call it kind of like um, it's a stealth game and a puzzler at the same time. It, it's a it's a survival horror game that really leans into stealth. Uh, now, with that said, as you move along, Uh, you do find some stuff that allow you to be a bit more offensive with the enemies. So there are ways to attack them as you go along. Um, But you you have to, uh, you have to, it takes a little bit to get to that point. Um, I'm really digging the story and I'm digging how they're telling the story. There are these movie projectors all over the place. And uh, you know, in addition to the letters that you're finding lying around, which kind of reveals some of the backstory you're also finding these movie reels and they're like these cool old period pieces right they're like 1920s and 1930s silent films that you take to the projector and watch and uh, i I found that to be a cool twist and uh, an interesting way to tell the story
1: yeah i like the fact that like um for some of the puzzles that was like um giving you clues on What to do, you know, you put in this tape and you're watching this and like, oh shit, that's what I should be doing. You run back over and do it, get through that spot, get to the next place, and you're like, What the hell's going on? I'm lost again. Um, there was definitely a lot. I lost that piece of paper there, Wes, and um I took a while for me to find it. I had to use my little gripper thing and like floated, flipped away. And it was like before I I grabbed it and I said, Oh God, this is the schematic, and then it flipped out of my hand. (laughs) And it floated and it hid underneath something it was gone and um i had to use my little claw thing to find it but it was uh it was a very stressful moment for a second i thought i was trapped because i really needed to get out of this room Wes. and uh and that was my yeah, key. i thought
0: i thought that i had soft locked myself uh once as well and um that kind of leads me into my 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 main criticism of the game. I do have a couple of criticisms here. And again, this is a uh, day zero jank that we're about to talk about. I'm sure that with a, a patch or two that this stuff's going to get ironed out. Uh, but I, I did soft lock myself or almost soft lock myself because they, there are, you're obviously you're in a wheelchair. Well, let's start with the wheelchair roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the concept of the wheelchair, uh, locomotion, um, how long did you try to use the wheels before you gave up and started using the in-game joystick to
1: uh 30 seconds 15 seconds maybe (laughs) i flung myself around in such a way that i was like what the hell like because you know like you can really get in real life get yourself going i i went flying forward i was like what the hell's going on Yeah, uh, I started
0: out by trying to, I didn't know, I didn't notice that there was a joystick on the wheelchair that you could use to drive around. So for like the first hour, uh, or maybe not that much, like last weekend when I I played it, the whole time, I just used the wheels. Um, But very early on in this, this, my second play session, I discovered the joystick on the thing. Uh, But with regards to driving, using the wheels, going forward and backward, uh, great, perfect, easy. I loved it. Uh, It was turning left and right that was the problem. And you're constantly, obviously, having to turn. It's like any other game. So um, whenever you're trying to use the wheels to do that, it's very clunky, not very intuitive. And you're just moving in these little blocks and it's not precise at all, and it feels it feels really bad. Uh, so I was glad that there was a joystick
1: mm. um, that allowed me to to, to move around. Um, How did you not see that in the menu? It said uh, joystick or right hand or I, left hand. Or I thought
0: it was talking about the uh, controls on the oh. controllers. I thought it was. I thought there was an option for joystick locomotion on the controllers. Mm. So uh, eventually after I got frustrated using the wheels, I went into the, um, into the menu to enable that. And then I thought, oh great, it doesn't work, right? Because I started using the sticks and then it didn't move. And um, then I saw the thing sticking up there and I was like, oh, duh. And, you know, and then I figured it out. Um, I would like to see their, uh, them implement a hybrid locomotion where you can use the wheels to go forward and backward, but use the stick on the left controller to turn. I feel like that would be a good, um, a good way to immerse yourself in the, uh, the reality of being in the wheelchair uh, without having to deal with that clunkiness that you get when you're turning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I didn't do too, too, too much uh, turning. I just flung myself forward real fast and it was so out of control. I was like, ah, I got to use the joystick, but I think I saw somebody in a video using it maybe or i maybe reading it see my mistake was i i used the joystick right off the bat but i put it in my right side and i was like every time i would go to use it i would be it'd be weird because i want to use my right hand and i want to drive and then i finally switched it to my left hand but uh i don't know options are good um and i agree i think it would be good to have that option to be able to turn with uh, maybe snap turn or even just a smooth turn with the joystick and then um and forward on the uh, the wheels because the the problem is i guess i and i'd be interested if somebody that actually is in a wheelchair or, you know used one plays this what they i mean they, they might be thinking dude it's not clunky that's just the way it really is when you turn on a wheelchair i don't know um i'm sure it probably is but uh um
0: i don't know uh Gamer Tag checking into the chat i told you i told you our friends across the pond would end up checking in uh good morning gamertag it's 5 30 roots uh 5 30 uh,
1: in britain yeah yeah hey, maybe we should start the show at two o'clock west's time no, just kidding now we're now we're talking about old school uh filming with alex that was uh, right. late nights yeah
0: absolutely uh but no my main criticism of this game is
1: there there's a lot of clunkiness
0: in the interactions um, as I was saying before, I, I locked myself or almost locked myself because there are cabinets that you search. They have two swinging doors that open and there was one of these next to a bed. So I wheeled my, uh, my chair in between the bed and the cabinet and I opened up the cabinet doors and then I couldn't, they wouldn't shut like they were just stuck open so i had the bed on one side the cabinet on the cabinet on the other and a door on either side of me and i couldn't get the doors to shut so i was just stuck and um just climb over the bed oh wheelchair right, wheelchair right you're in a wheelchair i tried to i tried that actually to wheel over the bed uh it took me five or ten minutes to, to uh finally wheel out of it but um the uh I found that there was a lot of clunkiness in the interactions with everything. Like um, sometimes uh, you, you would be able to grab a handle on a door or uh, a drawer or something. And then other times your hands would pass right through it. You have this flashlight, for example. um, And the way you turn the flashlight on and off is there's a toggle switch on top that you have to hit with your hand to turn it on and off. Uh, Sometimes that was as easy as just, reaching up there and doing it while other times your hands just pass right through the, uh, the switch. And that can be frustrating when you're on your last battery and you're trying to conserve it so that you don't have to try to play in the dark, but you can't turn the thing off because your hand keeps passing through it. I found that there was a lot of these types of things that kept pulling me out of the game uh a game that i otherwise felt was beautiful a great concept and uh, a really disturbing story
1: yeah well so the good news is that like you said day zero jank that they're i'm sure they're working on um now they're aware of it if they aren't already aware of it they will be and um how frustrating is that i mean even though it's a good mechanic um i don't like to be in the dark west i don't like to be stressed about my flashlight battery and once I realized, you know, and I don't know how stupid I am, I guess, I, I threw that battery in there, fired that fucker up, I'm running around, like i got all the juice in the world, and then it died. And I was like, oh, crap, dude. Like, <laughs> I thought this was like the master battery, bro. And um, and so now I'm looking for a battery in the dark. And like you said, this mansion is definitely kind of spooky and uh, pretty creepy, actually. This is, is definitely um, on a level... F- of these this type that isn't on in a lot of games right not saying that it's the scariest game of all time but um it definitely gets you wanting to move when you these things are coming after you so
0: now i'd call it more spooky than scary there are a few scary moments there's, a, there's actually some very disturbing imagery as you make your way through the game um and when you get one of these guys after you obviously that's a pretty intense situation although the the ai for these things i think intentionally is they're pretty dumb i think they're that the developers made them dumb so that you can get away from them um but i mean a lot of times they will be just dancing and gyrating around and you can get right around them you know um Mm. as long as you're on your toes figuratively speaking uh you can generally get away when these guys get after you but when you get a bunch of them on you you're
1: done yeah who doesn't want to dance around and gyrate you know (laughs)
0: 2021 um something else i'd like to see another while we're still on the topic of uh, clunky interactions you're constantly having to search through drawers and stuff right and uh you you do that by wheeling up beside of them in your wheelchair and pulling them open physically well the problem with that is is that you're interactions with your wheels are so sensitive that i often found that that while i was trying to rifle through drawers that i would bump my wheel instead of the drawer and uh it would it would push me away from the drawers or uh inter inter interfere with my wheelchair in ways that uh would make the uh gameplay even more difficult for me how many times did you do that
1: uh probably a couple i don't know not not as many as um probably you did but you also put in more time than me i think so but uh it definitely is something that would be annoying for sure
0: yeah and there, and there was just a lot of this type of thing right where uh the environments are beautiful um the, the story is creepy uh, it's a great concept for a game and almost flawless execution uh but a lot of the 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 game felt like playing a lot of the gameplay felt like i was swimming upstream i was struggling to do things that should have been easy and i feel like with a little more polish they can certainly um they can certainly uh, tighten it up and i hope that they do because this game could be very very good uh if they do in fact um continue to uh polish up the uh gameplay and interaction mechanics
1: yeah absolutely so do you think it'll take a bit i mean are you gonna be waiting for some of these um these fixes i guess before you jump back in i'm assuming
0: um i don't know it's not like it's unplayable it's just unnecessarily frustrating in certain scenarios um i think i will be waiting for a patch because this wasn't my only complaint with the game uh it's also a bit resource heavy and i did have a few performance issues uh did you experience
1: anything like this oh that's kind of weird well i guess i'm running at 80 hertz versus 90 versus i'm sure you ran on your G two. no you you ran ran a quest you said right quest link
0: i tried the g2 and uh it was too jittery I, i uh i had to go back yes the first time i played on g2 yesterday i played on quest and it was much better on quest but far from perfect, uh, to play it on quest and, uh, and record, uh, I turned the steam VR super sampling to 100 and I turned the in-game, uh, graphic settings down the medium mm. and, and it was still a little shaky.
1: Yeah. I don't think I had any performance issues, but I also running it on a rift and I wasn't doing any recording or anything. So,
0: but I'm running, you know, I, I'm, I'm running on middling settings, with a uh, an rtx 3080 and a 9900k and still had some uh jitter issues so
1: what you're saying you shouldn't you shouldn't have this you maybe it could be quest 2 related although you did have very it possible. with the g2 so i don't know
0: it was worse yeah it was worse on the g2 than on the quest um again not unplayable very beautiful game but uh it's there and i feel like if it's there have a responsibility to say that it's there so uh, again this is all very common stuff uh when you're talking about uh day one right come back in a month and ask me how this game is and i would expect that uh it to be improved in these two areas but uh, overall an enjoyable game something i'll definitely get back into um and um yeah, uh, Got a you know, lot of
1: exploring, I, I, right? You probably enjoyed that as well.
0: Yeah, it was cool. It was like um it was actually a lot like Hinge to be quite honest, in the way the game looked out and in the, in the way I'm sorry, the way the game was laid out and uh the, the aesthetic. I mean the the the, the rooms look very similar to Hinge, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a uh, definitely a beautiful game and it uh, see i don't know i didn't get as much further as far into hinge and i need to get back into that now that they got the fixes we keep saying yeah
0: yeah that that was actually um that was one of our things on on the docket for last week's virtual show that uh, ended up getting canceled so uh i'd say we'll be getting into that one probably pretty soon if not next week right
1: yeah yeah absolutely and scion says but 72 hertz is all you need I'm still confused about that sign. If you want, if I you want to be honest, because the first couple of years of my VR, it was not. It had to be ninety. Everybody knew ninety was the. It had to be at least ninety. Then it was like, well, you can do eighty. Eh, you can do seventy-two. <laughs> well, you can do sixty. I mean, I and who knows with technology what things that they can make it to. Maybe they can get it to sixty at some point. Um, I don't know
0: yeah uh, with me it's not all about the hertz or the the fps um but i need it to be smooth right i don't want any drop frames i don't want any jitter when i'm turning my head and um uh, you know whether it be 72 hertz or uh, 120 hertz i just need it to be smooth yeah yeah absolutely anyway um two good games um I I'd say recommend both. Wouldn't you recommend both of these games?
1: Absolutely, you know. And this one I like I the, the, the weekend I I think um the environments, man. Like that mansion is so cool looking and uh I want to explore it. Oh. Less.
0: You know what I really dug about this game? Hmm. And it's just kind of a a peripheral thing. It's not anything that really impacts the game at all, uh but it certainly builds immersion. Uh, This is one of the best games I've ever played in terms of scenery. When you look out the windows, like as you're going through this hotel, you can look out the windows in a lot of games. uh, You can't really even make out what's outside the window, or if you can, it doesn't really look very realistic. This game looks dead on real uh, in a lot of ways. When you're looking out the windows, you see the other parts of the hotel, you see trees and things out in the courtyard very cool looking uh and it really helped give the game depth and uh helped to
1: uh immerse me in their world yeah that sounds cool i didn't didn't take the um even think about looking out the windows now i'm kicking myself bro um what if you saw people frolicking around running around like doing everything that a person in a wheelchair can't do that'd be just to piss you off or just me honest, well anyway. i mean
0: that's pretty much what my mannequin brethren did they they're always dancing and gyrating <laughs> with their they have knives for hands and sledgehammers for hands and axes for hands and uh they want my head bro
1: yeah it's not very convenient for for uh you in that wheelchair for sure
0: it's an interesting story too how they've uh come about Uh, you know, with these mannequin drones that keep going around everywhere. You'll also find brains in jars. And um, I have a working theory that I haven't proven yet. I think that these uh, mannequins and their consciousness is connected to those brains you keep Mm. finding. And I think that the story kind of bears it out uh, what's going on here with it. But I don't want to spoil that for anybody. But it's a very, very unique story. And uh, the, the story is actually might be my favorite part of the game
1: what do you think the odds that steve martin's brain is in one of those jars
0: <laughs> but it's i think it's very likely
1: <laughs> yeah i think so too oh, that's cool I'll tell man. you what
0: else man is uh, i want one of those lights one of those eyeball lights where uh everywhere the eyeball looks the light goes yeah, i think that's yeah. awesome
1: dude everything in this thing that there's a lot of cool stuff going on in this game and um i do not definitely think if you like escape the room games um stealth horror um this is probably going to be unlike anyone that you've ever played and uh you know that it's funny because the wheelchair you know there's a lot of games that they try to do some kind of a i guess you call it a gimmick you know a gimmick type of mechanic and it it's always a gamble whether it's going to pay off or not i think this one we're, is paying off i think it's a it's a good um different way to move around and if they can just fix these couple things that you've pointed out and there's eyeball um i think they're good yeah
0: yeah uh, for sure uh i, I like uh, i like what they're doing here they have a great concept for a unique game uh, and it doesn't come off as gimmicky it, at all
1: yeah absolutely well that's what i'm saying is like it either it either does or doesn't it either becomes off as a gimmick or it doesn't and and they did it in a way that it doesn't but there's other games that i've played that are similar that where it's like uh blind you know as a perfect example they're it was a good idea, but it wasn't a gimmicky, annoying thing. It just became annoying, and it was like, I don't like this anymore, um, but I think this is good.
0: Yeah, I think that the uh, the the in-game joystick controls saved it uh, in, in that regard because if, uh, if we were left to using just the wheels to get around or, or teleporting, then it probably would have came off a little bit more like blind. Yeah. But uh, s- since we have the in-game... You know, joystick, the virtual HOTUS, if you will. Um, you know, the game felt, uh, the, the locomotion felt very natural to the situation.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Anyway, um, thumbs up here. I really enjoyed my time in the game. A couple of uh, things made it seem a little rough around the edges, uh, but I definitely saw improvement from last week to this week. And I uh, expect that we will continue to see even more improvement going further so uh big thank you to the uh, vr bros we really appreciate uh you letting us check out your game and uh oh by the way um i recorded the whole three hours so uh i'll definitely be cutting a video out of this too and uploading to the channel so uh be on the lookout for that and uh you guys can see you can see what i'm describing here and uh you see all the good stuff and the bad stuff uh as it happens
1: yeah sounds good
0: Anyway roots that brings us to the topic of the hour pandemonium roots because Sony finally did it they finally said what well, let's be honest what we already knew mm. uh that they are committed to VR and that PlayStation VR is going to have a successor uh this past week via the PlayStation blog they revealed their plans to unveil a, an entire new VR platform uh, for PlayStation 5. Uh, a few tidbits were dropped here and there. And we, we know, Roots, that this is a coordinated marketing campaign because along with this blog post, uh, we also had Sony CEO Jim Ryan uh, give a couple of interviews, one to the Washington Post. I think it was, maybe it wasn't the Washington Post i think it was the washington post and the other one of all places gq hmm. and um and it was all That's weird. uh about it was all was all about vr which is kind of funny man because i don't know about you but uh when i'm looking for the latest vr news gq's where i always go
1: i when i'm looking for any news i go to gq bro i did not even know that thing was existence anymore but um, I, I, guess maybe they're trying to reach a different audience, uh, of people, but, um, I don't know, you know, I, I'm all, I'm kind of, I'm kind of baffled by this news to begin, to be honest, you know, because, you know, Sony didn't, they, their success was mediocre with the first PlayStation. V- oh wait, it wasn't mediocre. That's the thing. <laughs> I, you know, I was, I was shocked when people were thinking it was done. Like, I was like, why would you like, that's like saying that I think we Sony's going to stop making video games. like really like where why would you think well they haven't put out a console for a while and it's you know it just doesn't make didn't make sense to me to even go down that road um but some people were just balls to the wall it's gonna it's dead they're you know look they haven't put out a game for a while you know uh even though everything logic would say a new system's coming out and um there's developers out there working on new games for the new system so there would be that lull, right? Because they're gonna—they're not gonna be working on it for the four anymore. They're focused on the five, um, or the PlayStation VR too. So,
0: yeah, I think people tend to lose sight of what PlayStation VR is. I think that uh, VR enthusiasts are so wrapped up in the headspace of, uh, you know, Valve VR and Facebook VR that they fail to recognize that Sony's kind of on their own playing field. They're, they're not a VR company. They're an entertainment company that, and VR is one of the things that they do. So when, um, when a product like PlayStation VR comes to its end of life and begins to slow down in terms of support, uh, you know, inside the bubble... Uh, it may seem to some people like this is the death of the platform or that maybe the corporation isn't so interested in VR anymore. But at the end of the day, VR is just another thing to them. I mean, it's just one thing. They can't be all VR all the time. And it seems like to me that because they're not all vr all the time that people have or a lot of people had completely lost faith in the fact that sony's committed to vr which uh you know is understandable to a point but anybody who looks at the thing logically and tries to take in the big picture it becomes pretty clear why sony has chosen to do things the way that they have
1: yeah, well, that's the problem. Logic is out the window. 2021, it's not there anymore. So I could understand where people could get confused, but uh I don't know. To me it was it's it's it was an obvious move for, to bring out a predecessor. Uh you know, it, the first one's done so well and um and like you said, it's very short-sighted. And that's society in general. People are just very knee-jerk reaction, and if I haven't heard somebody tell me and convince me it's still here for five minutes ago it's done Um, and they just run with whatever their worst idea is in their mind Uh, so i don't know it's weird
0: all right so uh we're gonna get into what uh was said uh, about the upcoming new playstation vr um you know not not that there was a whole lot that actually was said about it uh we're going to talk about where we expect Uh, the platform to go and how we expect it to be we'll speculate a little bit but of course uh we should just go ahead and start right off the top with the elephant in the room uh you know the negative Nancy's out there the naysayers they're all saying the same thing roots and they they started immediately uh when the jim ryan interview was launched in, in this blog post uh they very prominently said that this uh This VR system would support uh, a simplified setup, uh, which would utilize a single cord connection, a single cable connection to the PlayStation five. And people, you know, what about wireless? This is what everybody's saying. What about wireless? We want wireless. If it's not wireless, then count me out, bro. Sony, what are you doing? Facebook has Quest, and you see how many of those they sold, and it's wireless. Why aren't you doing wireless, Sony? Why? Uh, So I think we should start off by tackling this one because uh, I've seen both sides. You know, I've I've seen the negative people say uh, wireless or bust. I've seen the positive people with their justification of why this isn't going to be wireless. But I feel everybody's kind of missing the point here with why this isn't going to be wireless uh so let's start with that roots um well let's start with this did you expect that this was going to be wireless because i'll 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 say right now i did think that this was going to be a wireless connection to the playstation 5 um i was a bit surprised when they said it was going to be a cabled setup but then in hindsight it made perfect sense to me why it wouldn't be.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would make sense to me as well. And I, it's funny because I I don't think people think outside the box, Wes, they're not, you know, they, they're they thinking they want, I want the high fidelity, I want the AAA, but I, I don't want to pay for it. I want to, you know, in a sense, not with financially, but I mean, everything costs uh, performance-wise, right? So if you want to put it wireless, then you're going to have to make some concessions, right, with the games. Certain things are not... Right. They're, you're gonna have to not push them as far they're not going to be able to make them as as high fidelity as i would like them in the playstation 5 right for the vr
0: well well that's the conventional thought when when people say why not wireless that's the conventional thought people think um well i mean by plugging it in you're going to enable a much more higher fidelity uh experience and that's pretty much what uh, sony kind of alluded to when they when they Revealed the cable uh, tidbit was that it was provide a high-fidelity experience. Uh, that's true um, So When when people when these people are saying why not wireless and then the other side says because it's high-fidelity This side says well, I get that but why aren't Sony trying to compete? with quest uh, with Facebook and, um, I would say at the same, you know, there's two things people need to realize here at the same time. One, first of all, that I don't think Sony really sees Facebook as competition, because as I alluded to at the top, Sony's not just a VR company. And even inside the realm of VR, Facebook and Sony have two totally different goals with what they're trying to achieve. Facebook's trying to turn VR into this big social platform, right? Games are just kind of, set of a secondary thing for them. Where Sony is a an entertainment company, it's all about games for Sony. And it's not just about having mediocre watered down games. It's about having high fidelity games. But um, at the same time that uh, you know, Facebook really isn't competition for sony they do want to compete with that product they do want to take lessons from the success of oculus quest and last on our last program someone asked us why was oculus quest two more successful than oculus quest one and we took that question and we gave some very specific answers to it Um, but there's one overarching reason other than the fact that there's been more of them to sell. There's one main reason that quest two has done better than quest one, which did better than any other VR system before it. Uh, what was that reason roots? Why is quest two so much more successful than quest one? It's accessible for one. I don't know. What, what makes it accessible though? Well, the cost, the cost the cost. So let me ask you, Roots, uh, if you're Sony and you're, and you're putting together this next-gen high-fidelity VR system, uh, but at the same time, they're, they're, they're looking big picture here. Five million units like PSVR-1 did, that's not going to be considered a success this time. They're looking to sell in the tens of millions of this, these things. And in order to do so... It has to be accessible. And in order for it to be accessible, it has to be affordable. And the last PlayStation VR launched uh, around $450 to $500 just for the basic kit. Uh, I don't think that they want to launch at that price point this time. I think they want to get it under $400, somewhere closer to $300. And I feel like if they're going to put in this high-tech wireless uh, functionality that allows for their level of quality remember high fidelity is what you know that's the most important thing they want to have these big first party games these high fidelity VR experiences on uh, you know on high resolution screens with wider field of view They're, if they wanted to do this through the air you're talking about something that's going to be quite a bit more expensive to manufacture and the only way that they can do that is either by eating that cost or passing it on to the consumer. And if they pass it on to the consumer, then they're not going to be able to sell a lot of them off the top. And I feel like more than anything, that's probably why we're not getting wireless uh, in the base model. Now that now with that said, they didn't say that there would be no wireless. They, they said that this would be a single cord setup, which means that that there could be a wireless solution that you can get as an add-on. There could be other models of the headset, which incorporate wireless. So wireless could be a thing, but I don't think the base model is going to have it. And the reason why is I think they want to launch as close to $300 as they possibly can.
1: So who are, exactly is really bitching about this cuz uh, let's break it down as far as cuz the it can't be the PlayStation people the PlayStation people no they they no, they no. they're, they're getting new tracking they're getting um controllers they're probably fucking ecstatic it can't be the 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 PC VR people because they've got the cord already and they're superior with that cord they don't need the 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 wireless right um and... And... A lot of them, a lot
0: of them are, 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 that's what I found kind of funny because some of them are PC
1: people. That's what I'm saying. So they're being only-
0: a little bit, they're being a little hypocritical here because this same criticism don't, doesn't get levied at the uh, PC products. I mean, yeah, people pine away for a, a wireless solution for Valve Index, but nobody like sticks it up Valve's ass because it wasn't included with the, uh, the thousand dollar kit at launch. Count
1: me out and these are the same people that are like man a year ago I'm like well you know i i would love the sony exclusives but the tracking controllers fuck you count me out sony oh you're fixing the controllers in the tracking oh uh, it's got a cord fuck you sony i'm out um i, I just <laughs> a single
0: a single cord and let's talk about that for a minute dude they're saying this is a single cord setup which means well, most people take that as meaning that it's not going to have a breakout box, which I'm not convinced of 100%. But if there's no breakout box routes, you look at the ports on the PS5, it's just USB ports. That's all there is. There's just USB ports. If you're not doing a breakout box to split your HDMI signal, mm. like, like the first generation, then that means they're going into a USB-C or a USB 3.0, mm. um, which I find interesting
1: yeah that is interesting but why would they not use the breakout box it could just be one cable from that breakout box meaning that one thing is it really because you had that the two that i don't know i don't know exactly how that thing works now um, but it was more of a pain in the butt right so
0: i think that we could see like a dongle i don't think we'll see a full-fledged breakout box like we had with the first one i think we could see like a switching dongle that does split up that, uh, HDMI, but, uh, you know, then again, these aren't just any USB ports on the PlayStation five. Uh, they call them super speed ports. So I don't know what that means and what they're capable of. Mm. Maybe they're, they're a more capable USB port that will allow for a higher fidelity experience. Um, but I think that all these people that are pining away for wireless, need to take a look at the other things that were was said about PlayStation VR they confirmed things that we know we're getting they said roots they said more resolution most people think more resolution in 2022 is going to mean 4k per eye now i i see that that, is, that could be a real possibility um i don't know that i would necessarily think that's the way they're going to go because having used the g2 at uh you know 2k per eye i can say that that would be a huge jump for playstation to have that kind of fidelity now uh they're also saying wide field of view right so not only do we get more resolution they're going to stretch the picture out and you're going to have more field of view both of these things more taxing from a resource uh perspective you know it's going to be more taxing on your machine that's more pixels to render and if we're doing wireless that's more pixels you got to put through the air yeah not an easy thing to do uh and even if it were an easy thing to do again not a cheap thing to do uh and again we want to keep that cost down so that we can sell tens of millions of these things um We also, uh, one thing I I haven't heard a lot of people talking about over the last couple of days, something that we know is coming, uh, these screens are going to be HDR, which I think is going to be a big deal. High contrast ratio screens. Mm. Uh, I I think that we're probably talking about OLEDs again, Roots. OLED screens like the first PlayStation VR. uh, Phenomenal lenses like the first one had uh, still the best lenses in any VR headset in the original PlayStation. Uh, we're going to have HDR screens that are super sharp at a wider field of view. And this is just what we know about the optics, right? This is going to be, a, a tremendous step forward, not in terms of just hardware, but software as well. Uh, I'm so excited about this.
1: Well, let me ask you this i have one question is it going to be wireless if not i'm fucking out bro i'm just
0: kidding (laughs) right 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 while these people are, are are lagging around their cords from their valve indexes or ripped s's or whatever it is they're playing on right
1: i think the thing is 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 what i said before um about the the good old boys club and not wanting to be even though you want to have you don't want anybody in your niche and um Man, if you've hated PlayStation, if you've hated on PlayStation VR for several years, it's very difficult to want to come around and say, oh, wow, they're going to have good tracking, good controllers. It's going to be a competition. You know, I was looking at a, um, a trailer I almost picked. It was like, I don't know, it was like 10 or 15 upcoming uh, PlayStation VR games, or PlayStation games, not even VR. And I, I was watching it, just marveling at these new games coming out for the PlayStation 5. And the, these are Sony exclusives, and these are games that now Sony is going to be working on getting into AAA. We're going to have Sony actually putting the more games AAA content out there. Isn't that what we want? We want these really hot, you know, high um, budgeted games in VR, and Sony's going to be the ones to bring them. And uh, yeah, I think that's yeah, a good thing. Uh,
0: I think that um, I mean one. It points to what I was saying a minute ago. Um, pe- people say, you know. Sony's competing with Facebook for market share in VR. Uh, Sony isn't trying to get the same customers that Facebook is trying to get. Facebook's trying to sell to Joe and Sally Walmart, the every the man. Like my dad has an Oculus Quest. Sony isn't trying to sell my dad an Oculus Quest. Sony is selling to PlayStation 5 owners, console gamers. They're, they're selling a, a high-end entertainment product to people who who want high-end games, console gamers. Um, Again, you know, what does it mean to be a console gamer? It means that you want not only a high-fidelity experience, but you want a simplified experience as well. And uh, you want plug-and-play compatibility. All this stuff is is what you can expect from the console experience. Now, um, when it comes to... uh, you know, designing a, a VR headset for a PlayStation 5, they've said many times that um, that if they were to do it, it would be something that's worthy of the PlayStation 5. Uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing. Um, so, I mean, I don't think that these, uh, uh, these kind of shorter games, I mean, not to say that they won't come to PlayStation 5, but uh, I don't think that Sony would, would even bother putting out a new VR system if, uh, if it was all going to be these Gen 1 type games like we see on Quest. I think that what we're going to get from Sony, not only in terms of just pure fidelity, but in terms of uh, game mechanics, in terms of um, features, uh, I, I think is going to be stuff that we don't see anywhere else. Uh, i think that it's going to be uh, a really special platform much like the first one the first psvr was a special platform in its own right
1: yeah i agree and i was just looking at this uh resident you said you feel like resident evil 8's coming to vr for sure right and they didn't announce that but yeah
0: there's no there's no question about that
1: yeah i thought i was watching the game footage and thinking how how um amazing it looked in first person um uh, i also think it's going to be coming as, as well now um you think it's going to be an exclusive
0: <laughs> yeah i think it, at the very least it'll be a timed exclusive i think that it's most likely going to be a, a permanent exclusive um the, the question isn't if but when with resident evil 8 uh you know some people say that this is going to be a ps5 launch title just because it would be such a good one but uh you know we're talking about uh well let's talk about that we're talking about psvr2 i fully expect this to be holiday 2022 no 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 earlier than october 2022 now i know that some in the psvr community are a little bit more optimistic they expect it early next year Uh, i wouldn't expect that to be the case because if they can get it out early next year they would just get it out for holiday 21 uh and they're not going to do that so uh, I think that this is going to be mid to late 2022, and if we're talking about mid to late 2022, um, that's a long time for Resident Evil 8 to be out on flat before giving it the VR treatment. So I think that this game is going to—it's uh, going to uh, launch for PlayStation VR One. Uh, I think that it's going to most likely. Uh, have a a ps4 pro patch as well as a playstation 5 patch for vr to enhance the experience for people who have the more capable consoles Mm. um and to be honest you know we've got a a state of play that's been announced for tomorrow and uh i don't well i don't think it's going to be a vr focused state of play i think we could get a vr announcement or, or two and obviously at the top of that list in terms of likelihood is resident evil eight so um i would say tune in to the state of play tomorrow we very well could finally get the confirmation we've all been waiting for tomorrow about this game and uh and i do think that we're going to be playing this in vr within a couple months
1: wow nice well maybe i should be picking one up
0: <laughs> for sure for sure you should be picking one up um Now uh, I I was trying to make another uh, point earlier and i lost my train of thought. This is what happens when I I, I go, uh, I shoot from the hip instead of, uh, putting my thoughts on paper. Uh, We just kind of go all over the place with it. Um, so you, you were alluding to uh, a new, uh, tracking and controller, uh, uh, set up for the for the next playstation and this too has been confirmed in the articles over the recent days now um you know when it comes to what we were talking about earlier with the visuals the the resolution the field of view the hdr um this is stuff that we already knew there was a wired article well over a year ago where a sony executive told us that these things were coming so we already knew this was coming this is not news this is just a rehash of stuff they've already announced. Now, when, with the controllers and, uh, and tracking, you know, most of us assumed that it would be a new setup, but now we have confirmation of that. And not only can we expect uh, a, a much more precise tracking solution, but we can uh, also expect the most advanced VR controller on the market because uh, they have said that they are going to incorporate features from the Dual Sense controller that came with PlayStation 5 into the new VR controller. What that means is next-level haptics, adaptive, trigger, adapt, uh, adaptive triggers, and most likely, I mean, if you care, there's probably going to be finger-tracking uh, as well if the patents are to be believed.
1: Let me ask you this, Wes. Do you think these are finally going to be the Index Controllers. What, what were they called before? Uh, what was the name for them? It wasn't it? Knuckles. Yeah, the Knuckles. This is going to be the Knuckles controllers we were hoping for because the Index Controllers were not. Like, that was the the thing, dude. It was like, fuck, man, I want the Index just for the controllers. And they turned out to be one of the most disappointing parts of the thing just by because of the way they were f- manufactured. So maybe these will be the Knuckles that the index valve owners wished they had, and they will become the standard that people dream about having.
0: Right. And, and again, um, this kind of goes back to what we were saying a moment ago, when the Sony executives described the VR system as a VR system worthy of PlayStation five, when you look at what their focus is with the PlayStation five, uh, It's it's immersion. It's it's uh, encapsulating the senses to the best of their ability. So uh, haptics and sound play a huge part in that. And I think that they're going to look to innovate in these areas on the VR system as well. And that includes these controllers Uh, while it could have comparable finger tracking. And I expect that it probably will uh, to the valve index controllers. Uh, it's going to be in next level in terms of haptics. Uh, so again, I, I fully expect that these are going to be the most advanced controllers we've ever seen on a, for a VR system. And I expect to see, uh, you know, vaguely, I, I expect to see other features on the Sony VR system that we don't see. Now, now you know people PC guys are going to hear what I'm saying here and all they're going to hear is we's saying that PSVR is going to be better than PCVR that's that's how it's going to sound in their mind but that's not what I'm saying PCVR is going to be able to do a lot of stuff that PlayStation doesn't do uh but at the same time PlayStation is going to be doing a lot of stuff that PC doesn't do so um certainly uh expect they're kind of like they're kind of like the nintendo of vr in a way i think that they're gonna take an outside the box approach uh with the goal being to immerse the player in the game uh more than ever like i i expect the immersiveness not only from the hardware but the new software that we get with it uh, i think it's going to be next level compared to anything we've seen before
1: yeah Well, only time will tell no i think i think you, i agree i agree i think it's going to be um it's going to be next level and i think this is good for vr right
0: it's great for vr it's great for pc vr to be quite honest because mm. uh before this announcement let's say sony were done with vr now you're looking at the oculus quest future where all of the releases for pc vr are either going to be independent titles they're gonna be Quest ports, which as everyone knows, there are technical limitations to Quest games. Uh, now we have another platform, a, a, a third option, right? And due to the cable that everyone hates, uh, we know now that they're gonna do what Sony does. They're going to bring high fidelity VR. And uh, while PC isn't going to reap the benefits of the Sony exclusives, what they will reap the benefits of is the fact that there's another platform out there for developers to sell high fidelity VR games on. So now after PSVR2 launches, uh, a game developer isn't going to be forced to go to Quest to make money. Now they're gonna be able to make money by making cross-platform games between console and pc that have a higher fidelity that have advanced features all the things that come uh through the cable right so uh this not only is a great news for vr as a whole but i think it's particularly good news for pc vr as a platform
1: yeah i agree and uh I think we're um we're in for some exciting times as far as VR goes. I can't wait to see some of these Sony's Sony exclusives. You know, like oh, uh, dude.
0: They're gonna be the best games we've ever seen. There's no question.
1: Like I'm thinking of like I, you know, I, I like some of those games, like I of course it's not exclusive, but one of them that I saw today was the Harry Potter game. And even that would in VR would be amazing. But I'm thinking of um like the Spider-Man game, dude. Just that, just even the most recent one. Just put that game in VR as it is. A third person would be phenomenal and and i think that's what we're people forget is even just like the average sony exclusive that's an amazing game like horizon zero whatever whatever that horizon game that's coming out um that would be amazing in vr right and it's possible it's possible that game comes to playstation vr um, we just have no idea what they're going to put out so yeah, and I think, you know, a lot of people are speculating that that's the Fire Sprite game,
0: right? That The game that Fire Sprite games are working on. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, the only things I know is, one, that Fire Sprite has been working on this game for years at this point, point. and two, uh, I'm fairly certain that we are going to get this Horizon game from somebody, whether it be Fire Sprite or someone else. Now, um, people like to speculate that maybe this Fire Sprite game is going to be a PSVR 2 game. I don't think so. I think that this is going to be uh, a first-gen PSVR game. Again, they've been working on it for years. Uh, I mean, it could they could drag it out for another two years before they launch, but I don't think that that's necessarily a given. I think that we're going to see PSVR 1 get the end-of-life treatment that we see Sony's consoles get, which means it's not going to have as many big releases as it did during its peak, but we're going to get a few. We're going to get a few big, few more big releases for PlayStation VR before it goes away. And uh, we very well could see that uh, tomorrow. You know, on the state of play, we could start to see that. Uh, maybe we'll get a big VR announcement tomorrow, whether it be Resident Evil 8. Could be what's next from Impulse Gear, right? You know, the Farpoint developer, mm-hmm. they were teasing that they had an announcement coming up soon. And we haven't heard from them now for six or eight weeks so uh th- i mean we could learn what's next for them tomorrow as well
1: let me ask you this and i was thinking about this today because i had this customer um the other day that i was talking to and he was saying he doesn't play video games very much anymore but his big game he used to play was madden and he said like he would play that like the whole season every practice like he was telling me yeah, he's like I- i'm a two two-time super bowl champ like he's that talking like he's really done this right because he did um what are, what are the odds that because of this this sony um playstation vr 2 i want to see some sports games in vr and that's one of the things that console players love right they love their shooters and they love their sports games um and there's yep. other stuff out there but you know we still don't have a legit vr sports game out there right
0: well uh i think it's possible this next generation not only because uh we're talking about the next step in terms of um uh, profitability right these these uh franchise licenses are expensive uh so you need to be able to make a return on it to develop these types of games not only that but again uh, i feel like sony's going to kind of become the nintendo of vr not that nintendo won't be the nintendo of vr but they're they're we're going to see features on the uh the next psvr um that are very unique to the, to the platform. For example, I, I don't expect that finger tracking is going to be it. Uh, just through looking at some of their uh, uh, patents and things, you'll, you'll know that they're looking into facial tracking, into full body tracking. And I fully expect that these things uh, will be implemented. I think that this new HD camera for PlayStation 5, I think that they're gonna use that for body tracking. And now, if you're talking about a VR system that can track your whole body movements, you're talking about an immersive sports game, right? Mm. So I think it's very possible that well, we could see this stuff next generation, not only because the tech will be evolved, but the platform, the marketplace will have evolved as well.
1: Yeah, hey, I want to hear the first story of somebody that's broke their TV with their foot playing some soccer or something. <laughs> there's some serious soccer players out there people would freak out if there was a good game that actually wasn't weird with its controls like that one that somebody tried to do um but yeah no I, i'd say that's the thing i've just i'm waiting for you know because it would be one more thing you know because there's those people that that's all they do is they play sports games and if you could get, tell them hey the you know the the sony the new psvr2 has got the new madden in there people would be like well shit dude i'm in they're gonna be in they've already yeah. got their playstation right so
0: Yeah, if you see games like this anywhere, it's going to be on PlayStation. It's the only place you'll ever see anything like that. Because again, Sony is an entertainment company. This is what they're bringing. Sony is not, uh, or Facebook is not a a competitor for Sony. I mean, they're both VR, but, you know, Sony isn't trying to sell my dad VR uh, to use as a social interest instrument. Sony isn't trying to sell my boss VR as a training tool, right? Sony's trying to sell me VR to play games and watch movies in, to be entertained in. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that uh, if you, you see any of these types of sports games anywhere, it's going to be on, uh, on P- PSVR. Now, that said, I do fully expect at some point that Nintendo is going to get into the VR game as well. But I think when Nintendo does it, they're going to do what Nintendo does it's going to be kind of, um, it's going to be from a technical standpoint, it's going to be a little bit of yesterday's tech, but used in a revolutionary way to sell you Mario, to sell you Zelda, to sell you Kirby, and all of these, uh, you know, priceless IPs that they own. I think that that's what Nintendo will use their VR headset to do. But when it it comes to uh, these giant, you know, immersive, entertainment experiences uh i think that sony is going to be the place to be uh the only place to be
1: do you think sony will be the first um movie company to put out a full-fledged movie where you're you know and i'm not even talking interactive because there's part of me that doesn't want like sometimes when i watch a movie i just want to watch a movie i don't want to click on a bunch of shit i don't want to be in the story moving around doing shit duck in and jo- i just want to watch the movie but maybe i'm watching it from a different vantage point where i can teleport around and i can look at watch it from any view or however you want to do it um but i i want to be in the movie but i don't want to be a part of it if that makes sense um you know i think because they're they're already involved in the industry and they've got their own tech that they may be inclined to uh put out the first full-fledged vr movie um and i'm kind of psyched for that as well
0: yeah, I, I wouldn't expect anything like that uh, out of Sony. No, not not saying I wouldn't expect them to do anything like that, but I, I wouldn't say that it's a certainty that they'll be the first to, to really dive in because I know that HTC has invested a lot into this volumetric video and this sort of artistic uh, video uh, stuff. So, uh, But I'm talking I, I like a
1: full-fledged of, movie, like an IP, like what like a real because that's what I would triple a a triple a movie versus an HTC experience uh you know what I mean maybe you get whatever whatever Sony owns that's an IP that everybody would love to be a part of um you know what I mean like say you had a full it's not Sony but say you had a full-fledged avatar movie where you were in it versus the best HTC video that they've done you know what I mean Sony does thing or Sony has the ability to do stuff on a different level I would imagine than HTC does
0: um Well yeah and I, I could see them being involved in you know a project like that but I would expect the uh the the big Hollywood studios to be the major impetus behind anything in that space true. Now that said maybe Sony steps up you know the the old theater system is kind of dying out in today's uh new post uh apocalyptic landscape um so maybe maybe sony does take the initiative to uh, make big screens uh you know all digital universe of reality and and and, uh get into these fully immersive you know 360 movies that you can sit in the middle of and and watch Uh, i don't know it's a possibility but uh because they do i mean sony pictures is a thing right they mm-hmm. they they make the spider-man movies you know this is uh they're a movie company they're they're a they're a they're a entertainment conglomerate i mean they have so many different wings they have their hands in so many different pots most of them entertainment related so certainly it's a possibility
1: yeah that's exactly it too is um like you said, you alluded to the movie industry as a whole is dying. Um, people aren't watching movies. They're not going to the movies. The, the stories kind of suck.
0: Not really the movie production industry, but the movie uh, distribution side right? We're is how decimated.
1: People, yeah, well, and it's just, there's, it needs something. It needs something different to bring people back into it. And that would be something that um, may change things to where, you know, you don't even need to go to the movies anymore. And now you get to be in them. It's in a different format it's more you know inner are interactive or more immersive than they've ever been and maybe it draws people back in i mean i would submit that if they just started writing scripts again that would draw people back in but they seem to have stopped doing that for the most part but uh you know as a whole the industry but
0: uh, GamerTech VR says that that's the uh, possible knock on effect, but by 2023, Nintendo could actually get into VR. Uh, I think that that is almost a dead certainty. And I don't think that it's so much going to be uh, a knock on effect from PSVR 2 as a knock on effect from PSVR 1. I think that these Nintendo guys, there's no way those guys didn't play Astro Bot Rescue Mission. There's no way those guys didn't play that. And. Uh, you know that that was such an amazing experience those guys have to know how great mario would be in vr and uh i absolutely fully expect it to come as a result of uh of astrobot rescue mission
1: that's the one thing that's what we always say is the competition is driving everything right it's like one company does something amazing and then the other one wants to one up it. it's good for everybody so
0: yeah right exactly exactly and again uh, I would think that uh, even now that Sony would consider Nintendo more of a competitor than Facebook, Xbox, you know, Microsoft, these are Sony's competitors. They're selling to console gamers only. They, they could care less about the, the, the guy off of the street who, uh, who isn't a gamer. I mean, uh, you know, let quest have them. Facebook can have those people. Uh, Sony is selling to their own customer base and therefore they really don't have a competitor. Uh, They're just competing with themselves. Um, Now to that effect uh, let's talk a little bit about timeframe. A lot of people upset. uh, Well, not a lot. I would say a few people upset that this thing's not coming this year. Uh, But again, anybody who takes a step back and looks at things logistically I mean it's obvious that they wouldn't have this thing out this year again they want to sell tens of millions of these headsets and uh they've barely got seven million ps5s out there right now (laughs) right we have to get i mean if you're selling a vr accessory for playstation 5 people gotta have ps5 first right we need time to get ps5s in people's hands so of course it's going to be 2022 at the earliest because it's going to take that long for people to get ps5s right
1: yeah you nailed it because like you said uh you know they've they've got to get the headset or i mean the, the the hardware to play the headset and um and they if you look at though and maybe this would be the different year than every other year but whenever they release stuff like this they like you said they like to uh, do it um near the holidays you know that's just the way they do it around november december get all the sales from christmas um and like you also alluded earlier if they're going to put it out in 2021 why not put it out in the holiday season um instead of early 2022 uh so i think i think you're right they they've got to sell some more consoles because nobody can get them you know it's like not not that people don't want them they just (laughs) it's just not they're not out there bro So
0: yeah i think that we'll have to see a year of ps5's on store shelves before they launch into a playstation vr 2 so uh i think that whenever we start whenever you go to walmart and you see one on the shelf you start counting because you know your psvr 2 is coming
1: yeah well, i just found one today that's coming tomorrow so <laughs> hey
0: drillo i think he said he found his uh his on the store shelf
1: did he oh yeah it's true they're out there they're, they're out there every once in a while right so yeah occasionally but when i
0: when i say this i mean as a regular then you know it's always there when you when you go to the store you see them that's what i mean yep all right let's take a look at the chat anybody that has any questions what we think about uh you know these announcements or uh where we think that sony's going in any specific uh avenue when it comes to vr feel free to ask us up in chat here and i know i've kind of went on a little bit of a rant here uh with this stuff um and really probably haven't been paying as much attention to chat as I should have been. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to spit them out there and I'll answer them quickly before we, uh, before we say goodbye.
1: Gamertag um, says he misses the cinema. I kind of part of me misses it. You know, like, you know, I just miss being around people in general, but what I don't miss is the stories not being good. I can't tell you how many movies that I've gone to that have just been, I don't know. something's changed something's changed in hollywood as far as what they write and what their stories are and it's just weird it's a weird time you know because i i just the the best like the immersion can you imagine going into every vr game you go into and and there's no immersion that's how i feel like i want to go into um watch a movie it's like the story's not there the the main thing you're there for to drag you and pull you through the experience isn't there and so you're left watching like what is this (laughs) i don't know i'm just getting old i think
0: You know, um, something you said there reminded me of uh, a feature that I've been, you know, preaching, you know, begging for 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 years that I think uh, absolutely is the kind of next level thinking that we might see uh, from the next VR platform for Sony. And I'm not saying that I think that this is going to happen. I think that they could do it if they wanted to. And I think that it would sell a ass ton tens of millions of headsets it would sell if they would only bring 3d theater mode Mm, to playstation 5 so what they could do is they could have their their flat exclusives uh be built in with a 3d driver so that people could play them inside of their headset on a screen right not in full vr but on a screen in 3d i think if they would do that with their god of wars and their uncharted's and their last of us, uh, you know, again, they wouldn't have to give it full VR support, just a 3d driver like Vorpex or Helix vision. And let us play these games in 3d on a screen. Uh, Again, we're not talking about Ralph from Vorpex. We're talking about Sony here. (laughs) They could do this easily and people would go nuts for it. Wouldn't they?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because all the games that um, haven't been developed for VR that your favorites, or the games that you've wanted to play. Like, I've never played through Last of Us. I'd play through it in 3D VR, you know? Um, Or favorites you've played through before, now you get to play it in VR. It does change the experience, especially from top-down experience games. Um, It just really pops. It kind of made me... I I noticed that they're re-releasing a uh, remastered version of Diablo 2. I'm going to pick that up, Wes, because I used to play it back in the day. But it made me want to try Diablo 3 in vorpex which i do own so i'm going to do that because uh um that top down view really pops in 3d so yeah
0: so i don't think that this is a likelihood but i certainly think it's a possibility one because again their whole drive this generation is immersion right and what's more would be more immersive than uh you know having a giant you know whatever 60 foot screen in front of you uh with 3d effect turned on and again they'll be able to provide a good experience in this scenario because they're giving us a headset with wider field of view with super crisp resolution and with hdr so uh i mean that they could provide a a virtual cinema uh screen you know uh interface for their games in 3d that would be unlike anything that we've seen that would blow helix vision and vorpex out of the water if they want to and again we'd be able to play the best games in the world in vr without giving them full vr support
1: it wouldn't even be limited to just games you could watch movies as well and um, what would be cool is can you imagine like if you were able to log into imax and buy a imax experience and watch it in that headset
0: they, they already do that on psvr one like you can you can watch 3d movies in the uh, 3d theater on psvr one
1: yeah so i mean they're already doing it anyway um uh, but yeah so i mean that sounds cool the only thing that i want after that wes is a merging uh merger from um between yaw disney and sony and i want to go to disney world in there and right. ride all the rides not have to wait uh,
0: Gamertag vr says uh, i have no idea what helix vision is it's basically what I just described, but for PC. And it's one dude that made it. It's a, it's a 3D driver. It's a virtual screen that allows you to play flat games in 3D by using a VR headset. Yeah, that's what Helix Vision is. It's $5 on Steam. Um, and he's asking what my background is. It's, uh, it's now the Lost Eye, the first game we discussed on uh, today's program. Uh, this is a steal from that game uh d real chicken in says what's up peeps what's up bro it's uh it's two o'clock in the morning we're just doing our late night vr show
1: yeah the was it uh the, the strangers in the night or what i don't know we saw yeah strangers
0: in the night podcast yeah. <laughs> virtual strangers in the night as right. uh, gamer chick likes to call it
1: that's right Radio. So uh, he's like already it. decided so he's gonna call it that anyway
0: Anyway, uh, I don't know how to wrap it up here and summarize it, Roots. I would just say that uh, all of you, those of you out there that uh, are, are crying about the wireless, uh, first of all, need to realize a, a couple of things. One, uh, we're not talking about Quest games here. We're talking about the most amazing games we've ever seen. Two, Facebook is not a competitor for Sony. They're, they're just not. And uh, three... Uh, Sony wants to keep the cost down, obviously, so they can sell a lot of these things. And uh, the, a, wireless solution to, um, a wireless solution for high-fidelity VR would be a very expensive thing to put into the headset. Uh, and and um, with uh, regard to PlayStation VR 2, I expect it late 2022, not any sooner. I don't think that they're going to wait until then to release Resident Evil 8 VR. I think that we, it could be that long before we get Gran Turismo, uh, but not, not Resident Evil 8. Um, I think that we're gonna have uh, awesome tracking. I think we're gonna have the best controllers in VR to that point, you know. period. Uh, I think we're gonna have interesting features such as full body tracking. Uh, we may even have eye tracking with dynamic foveated rendering, but I do think we're gonna have finger and body tracking as well as ge- facial gesture tracking based on their uh, patents that I've seen. And um, I think that we're going to have sequels to our favorite games and a new AIM controller. So uh, in summary, um, it's good to know. It's good. It's I mean, we already knew, right? But it's good to hear Sony reaffirm their commitment to VR, not just that they're they're not getting out but they specifically said they're more com- committed than ever to VR, and I happen to believe them, and that's a very exciting thing for me as a uh, VR enthusiast.
1: Yeah, I think that you would think the PS or PC VR people would be excited. You know, there's a lot of AAA games coming. So.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, well, I mean, um, you know, I would say this: if you if you see a a PlayStation Five for sale, buy it. You don't want to have to be stuck trying to buy all this stuff at the same time. That's why I went ahead and bought mine. You know, I I know that there are certain other people on YouTube who uh, in a very mocking tone earlier today said that the people that bought PS fives already are just doing it because we're mindless consumer drones, but uh, that's not it at all. I bought it because uh, I didn't want to have to buy it next year when the headset came out.
1: Yeah. And you've, you've actually been playing stuff on it. And it got you yeah, in to try your the um four, first 4K TV, you know? I don't know. Yeah, uh, Onikaze says, I could see it maybe end of March
0: 22 at the earliest. They If they could do that, onikaze, then I think that they could hit December 21, which would be a much more profitable thing for them to do. Uh, I, I hope you're right. I'll say that. I hope it is early next year as opposed to late. Uh, I just, I I don't really think that it's going to be. Yeah,
1: maybe they'll rush it before 2023 for the the final lockdown. got to get get some VR into people's houses.
0: Uh, Void Citizen checking in says, I got a hunch it'll have some significant field of view. Yeah, I'm expecting around 140 degrees, to be honest. 135, 140, that's where I expect it to land. And again, we're talking about super high resolution HDR OLED screens, most likely. Uh, I think it's going to be beautiful. Now, now let's be clear. Uh, from a pure spec perspective, there's going to be LCDs on PCs at that time that have technically more resolution. But as was the case with PSVR versus Gen 1 PCVR, uh, specs aren't going to be everything. And I do expect that the Sony quality uh, of their products it's going to produce a better looking experience than even things that technically have more resolution on pc
1: yeah i just want to get all my favorite ips in vr that's dude. Matters. i just
0: want rush of blood 2 and farpoint 2 uh dude i just i just want sequels i said it yesterday that if all they did was sequels just sequels and nothing else i would be ecstatic like that's all i want i, I just i want my favorite games to have sequels and i'll be happy
1: robinson robinson the journey sequel that's
0: Robinson's not a bad sequel. game
1: it's not a bad game but it's 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 not a game that i'm interested in seeing a sequel for for me i want a real dinosaur i want real fucking dinosaurs
0: well i think we're gonna get it closer to uh a lot closer to uh, real dinosaurs on the next gen stuff
1: for sure. i think so, star
0: blood 2 says void citizen absolutely star blood 2 uh I, I could almost cry when they shut that one down bro yeah uh, and by the way uh, void i saw your uh friend uh, i'm sorry your your party invitation after i got out of vr last night uh not that i would have been able to join had i saw it in vr because i was recording when i was in vr but uh, uh that's the reason i didn't join I, I saw it after i was out and uh i ended up crashing about five minutes after i saw the uh, notification hmm yeah it's late night because says uh, moss two and blood and truth two absolutely with blood and truth two i think that's a no-brainer now with this moss two i keep hearing people mention moss two as maybe a uh a psvr2 launch title i hope not i hope we don't have to wait that long for moss two i was i was fairly certain that we would get moss two this year and i'm going to stick to that i think that we're going to see it this year
1: yeah yeah i mean because it's not all about playstation vr right it's gonna you got the other platforms and um quest is so successful i don't think that the people that made moss are going to want to wait for a psvr two release you know it's it's about time for moss to come out now you know or must yeah
0: yeah yeah well, I, I do think we'll be seeing that um we'll, we'll at least have a uh an announcement by the summertime for sure yeah um let's see here uh i saw something else oh he says bring back that vr sports game that launched with the system uh yeah i actually you know uh your roots was talking about sports games a minute ago there there was a basketball game that launched on steam vr this past week that actually don't look terrible it looks like it's half decent
1: actually Hmm. what is it what's it about i mean is it like i know there was one a while (laughs) ago that was like top down and it wasn't that good, but that was a wild No, game. no, this is a first-person basketball game. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, somebody's going to do it. It's coming. Um, you know, I don't think we're going to get the legit ones that we want till we see EA and some of the ones that know what they're doing, but who knows? Uh, Drew says, we're going to pop tonight. You're going to pop tonight, Roots? I am not going to pop tonight because I got to be at McDonald's. You s- know what they say, s- Roots? Once you pop you can't stop yeah well that's what they say Uh, i did have a lot of fun i i'm gonna be pop one tomorrow night though because it's the uh, season one starter and we're gonna see what uh, the season one's all about we're gonna find out whether or not scion's stab is a slash some people say that the knife is a slash some people say it's a stab scion wants it to be a stabby stabby and i think it's going to be a slash more of a slashing thing but we'll see
0: we shall see yeah. so i guess uh, i guess it'd be a good time to wrap it up here again uh i just kind of winged it with this psvr segment uh, i didn't do the uh, notes that i probably should have done so i'm sure as soon as i end the uh the episode there's going to be uh, like 10 more things that i wanted to say that comes back to me that i forgot about so um be sure to leave me your comments and questions down below and uh i'll take them one at a time and 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 give you my uh my uh, educated uh theory on uh, where i think that ps4 is going to go as a platform uh with regards to any aspect of it just uh feel free to uh ask away feel free to comment away uh feel free to uh, join our discord again there's a invitation in the description the conversation is ongoing there with regards to these types of things and uh you can get me there almost uh almost 24 7 so uh join the uh, discord uh again if you're new to the channel be sure to hit the big red button and the bell to stay up with all of our content still plenty of content to come this week uh in the terms of uh gameplays for games that are launching tomorrow so uh stay tuned for that sort of stuff and be sure once again that you are subscribed with notifications on uh so that you can keep up with all of it and uh lastly but not least Uh, if you'd like to do a little something extra to support us, you can do so of course, by supporting us on Patreon, where for as little as $3 per month, you will not only gain access to our weekly show notes, but also, uh, the always awesome, as many people know now, because we posted it the other day, money show, you will gain access to the money show, uh, as we release them. And, uh, Pretty good deal for three bucks, right, Roots?
1: Yeah. People have been saying they want a landfall money show. That's what I heard. Rumors. I told them you don't own landfall.
0: I don't, but I did check it out the other day and I do think it looks cool. Looks like a fun game.
1: Yeah. So maybe we'll see that down the road. Yep.
0: Anyway, uh, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching. For Roots, I'm Wes. We will see you tomorrow. Bye now.
1: Take it easy.